beautiful people and welcome to the Candid Chats podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gonzalez. And if you are new here, welcome and I'm so excited to have you. As usual, it will mean so much to me if you followed my podcast and subscribed to it. Also, while you're at it, please leave a review. A review means so much to me. The podcast is not just me talking. I also want to hear from you guys. So please let me know what you guys think of the podcast. And if you have social media and you are not following the podcast Instagram, I do not know what you're doing. You should definitely go on Instagram right now and search up Candid Chats Podcast on Instagram. Follow it. And you could be featured in one of my podcast episodes. I also post motivational quotes on there just to motivate you guys, encourage you guys throughout your week. Now, without further ado, grab your drink, coffee, tea, snacks, whatever you need to do, and let's get into it. So I haven't uploaded a new episode in a month, but there's a reason, guys. There's a reason I have been busy. And I know you guys saw that one coming because that is the excuse of the century. But in all honesty, I have been really, really busy this senior year. And I know I'm going to be busier later on, but I cannot hold off on this podcast because I really want to make more episodes for you guys. And I'm so excited and so pumped. And today's word has been floating in the air all day. So something new, I'm going to give you guys kind of like a little life update. Something new that has been in my life recently is a mentorship program with middle school girls. So in my school, seniors, the people that want to do this, this is optional, obviously. The people that want to do a mentorship program or start a mentorship program with the middle school students, they can. So us as seniors, as the leaders of the school, we would be mentoring junior high students and kind of giving them advice studying the bible with them teaching them more about god growing them closer to god as we should as believers and also just giving them advice about coming into high school and about life in general from our experiences so my friend and i caroline have started a mentorship program with these middle school girls that i am so delighted to have them in my group and be able to mentor them it is truly a blessing that i'm so grateful for so we usually hold our meetings on wednesdays or fridays or even both depends on my friend and i's schedule so yesterday which was a tuesday i was thinking about what topic i wanted to speak to them about and i was kind of in a pickle of picking my topic because there's so many topics that you can cover and i was just kind of overwhelmed so i just decided to stop and pray about it i asked him to give me a word that he felt that was needed and that these girls needed and i just kept praying about this topic that it may be the right one And as I was praying and as I was reading the Bible, the Lord gave me a message and I just heard identity and then I heard self-worth and then eventually it became comparison. And that was my topic. That was what the Lord wanted me to speak on was comparison. And so I spoke with my girls today, which is Wednesday, and I spoke to them about comparison and I had this whole message prepared with my friend and I, and it went great. I felt like one of the girls or anyone in the girls really needed to hear this. And I just felt that God was telling me that one of them needed to hear this. But y'all know God is so good. He is so good. Today, he just... He made me smile so much like he put a smile on my face i was really amazed and just starstruck with his marvelous works 
so pretty much what happened today that put me in a really really good mood and i was so happy about it all day so the girls and i talked about comparison and we were talking about you know the story of david and then we talked about this verse that says i am fearfully and wonderfully made and i'll talk more into it in this podcast episode because this is what it's about but we were talking about those type of topics and then i get into bible class which is like two periods later i get into bible class and the topic for bible class is literally comparison it is so amazing how god connects things like it's just truly out of this world so i'm gonna grab my book real quick this is my bible book i'm just gonna grab it and read to you guys the title of what we were talking about today so it says accepting god's creative work and in my mind i was like no way are we talking about comparison because just like by reading that title i was like god's creative work we're god's creative work right and i was talking a lot about that in the program in the meeting and i saw the verses at the top and it said psalm 139 and i was like no way this is exactly what i was talking about in the program and so pretty much it talked about comparison in the bible class and it pretty much summed up what i was talking about in the meeting and i was like wow someone really needed to hear this because the lord has presented it in my life has gave me a sign in my life two times already i was like wow so i knew i had to do a podcast episode on this topic because i felt like the lord wanted me to share this message and he wanted you guys to hear it because one of you guys anybody that is listening to this podcast episode right now needs to hear it and it might touch y'all it might connect with y'all in some sort of way and it might inspire y'all or help y'all in y'all's life right now or whatever you guys are dealing with in your situation so let's get into it first of all if y'all have y'all's bible i would love for you guys to take it out if you have access to one right now if not it's totally fine i will read the verses to you guys anyway but if you do want to take some notes on the side or highlight some things in the bible i definitely recommend you guys to do that also if you're a listener on here to my podcast and you're not a believer you're not a christian that's totally okay you could still listen to this message only if you're comfortable with it of course and if you're curious more about learning about jesus or just getting to know him more or you guys are kind of new to this whole faith thing definitely join in and stay tuned this is definitely something new that i'm doing on my podcast and i don't usually do like these type of bible studies but i really felt like i needed to do this today and you know changing things up a little bit exploring new things is really fun and can open doors to awesome opportunities so the title for this podcast is there is only one you the reason why i titled it this is because there is only one you pretty much what it says there is only one you and no one else can be you it also works the other way you can't be someone else because you were meant to be you and if you do try to be someone else or if someone else tries to be you they're not going to be able to become you. They're only going to be able to become the lesser version of you because no one can reach the fullness of you. Only you can reach the fullness of yourself. And another word for this is that you are original. You are nobody else. You are original. And I'm going to read to you guys the definition of original really quickly. 
Original means created directly or personally by a particular artist, not a copy or imitation. So created directly or personally by a particular artist, which is Christ, our creator. He created us, not a copy or imitation. That is us. We're not a copy. We're not an imitation. We are not products on a grocery shelf that look all alike. We're not the apples in the grocery cart that look all alike. We were not made to look like anyone else, just ourselves. God created us with an intention. He created us with a purpose on purpose. He created us with so much time and thought. He did not just look at one person and say, okay, we're just going to put this one and then the next. And he was like, okay, we're going to put the same thing in this one, the next, you know, like kind of like when you're baking a cake, you make several cakes and they have the same ingredients, right? But that's not us. He took his time with each and every one of us. He said, okay, Samantha, we're going to make her with black hair. We're going to make her with brown eyes and we're going to give her this skin color and we're gonna have this in her personality this in her attributes all that stuff he took his time and he made no mistake because the lord's works are wonderful he makes no mistakes yes you could have similarities with another person but you also have dissimilarities Yes, someone can have the same black hair as I do. Yes, someone can have brown eyes like I do. But there is one thing or more things that make a person unique and special. There's something that makes you, you. You might not know what makes you, you yet, but you will find out soon. And once you do, you're going to be able to reach your full potential. So I'm going to flip my Bible to Genesis 1. And if you guys have read when God was creating the earth in seven days or when God was creating creation in seven days, he was talking about each thing that he made. So he was saying when he created light, he was saying when he created the waters, he was talking about when he created nature and then humankind, right? But there was one specific thing that he said every single time after he was done with creating that certain thing. So after he created light and night, he said, and it was good. After he created the waters, he said, and God saw that it was good. So every time he created something, he would always say, and God saw that it was good, that it was good, that it was good. He said the same thing when he created humankind. He said, and it was good. So just knowing that the Lord said that it was good, that means that we're all wonderfully made by him. We are his masterpiece. The Lord is telling us that there is no need for comparison. Why would we compare ourselves? Why would we talk bad about ourselves? Because the Lord created us and he said it was good. He didn't say it was bad. He didn't say we had defects. He didn't say that there was a mistake. No, he said and it was good good you see when we talk bad about ourselves when we start comparing ourselves to others then we're pretty much dishonoring the lord's creation because we are the lord's creation he created us and we're dishonoring his creation by just bringing us down by tearing each other down by comparing ourselves 
we are questioning God's works. We are saying that he made a mistake and that you can fix it. We are trying to be in God's role. We are trying to fit the role of God when we're not supposed to be there. Only one person is supposed to be there and that is God. We shouldn't be trying to change ourselves. We shouldn't be trying to be someone else because God created us to be who we are, who we are now. If we try fixing ourselves, if we try changing ourselves, what are we saying? Are we telling God, oh, well, you made a mistake or, oh, let me just try to fix what you did wrong. But the Lord does no such thing. He said it was good. Whatever he makes, whatever he creates is good. We're going to dive into the story of David when he was being chosen to become king. So I'm going to go into 1 Samuel 16. I'm going to give you some context a little bit of what's happening. So the Lord is looking for a king and he did reject Saul. He didn't think he was the right fit to become king. So he sends Samuel to go find a king. And Samuel over here is kind of mourning for Saul because he really wanted Saul to become king. But since he can't, oh well, the Lord's like, move on, let's find the king, you're on a mission. So Samuel goes to Jesse's house and he is going to ask Jesse for one of his sons because he thinks that one of them will be king because the Lord told him to go and ask Jesse to present his sons. So as Jesse is calling his sons out, Samuel looks at the first one and he's like, oh, surely this should be the king. This guy was tall, buff, big, fitted the description of what society said a king should look like. And so Samuel was like, oh, surely this should be the king. Then this is what the Lord said. This is verse 7. Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And that right there is such a powerful message that the Lord is trying to reach out to us. Let's understand one thing. The Lord has such a different perspective than we do as humans. As humans, our first thing is to look at the outward appearance and judge by it. But God looks at the heart. He cares about what's inside and not what's outside. Obviously, that is so cliche. A lot of people say that nowadays. But it's really important to really understand that and become aware of what perspective we're falling under. It's so easy to judge on outward appearance because that's the nature of our human flesh. It's the easy route on things because who doesn't like taking the easier route? But we have to put ourselves in God's perspective and put on the lenses of God's perspective to see how he sees things, which requires more effort and more thought. You see, Samuel was looking at these men, how society would perceive these guys, how standards would perceive these people. So the world was saying, oh, you know, a king is supposed to look buff, is supposed to look intimidating is supposed to look tall you know to fight all these giants to fight all these enemies of course they're supposed to look like that but no the lord said no what's in their heart is not right to be a king so then samuel sees all his sons that jesse has called out so far and the lord says nope none of these are it we need the next son the last son let me see the last son and so samuel is like Okay, do you have any other sons? 
and jesse was like yeah i do but he's a shepherd like he's a shepherd boy he's not like these type of guys like when you see my last son you will definitely know that he is not meant to be a king samuel asked anyway and jesse brought him and david was a small skinny short guy samuel was like uh, uh there must be a mistake this cannot be the king no 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 and the lord told samuel no this is it he's the one he is the anointed one he is going to be king and if you know who david became to be you would know that the lord saw the potential in david that nobody else saw which was they saw the worldly perspective the lord saw way beyond that david became king and a great one he defeated lions he fought against goliath and defeated goliath he was a hero and nobody else saw that except for the lord so if we have faith in ourselves and we have trust and faith in the lord we will be able to fulfill the plans the lord has in store for us it's a choice that you have to make whether or not you will listen to what god has to say about you or what the world has to say about you because god is the one that defines you god says that you are wonderfully and fearfully made but it's so hard for us to accept that it's so hard for us to not give in to the worldly perspectives because god's words are way much more than two three million people's words the lord's words value holds more value than anyone else will hold his words matters more than anyone else's words and that's who we should put our faith our trust our everything into in my book and bible class we read today that we should think of ourselves soberly meaning that we should recognize our weaknesses and our strengths as a person and accept them as who we are and accept them as God made us to be. Because God gave us those weaknesses for a reason. Whether we see them in the moment or not, they're there for a reason and for a purpose. And he gave us our strengths for a purpose. It's the perfect combination and the perfect ingredients and recipe for ourselves, for our identity. Once we start loving ourselves, once we start accepting that of ourselves, once we start having faith in ourselves, no one can stand in your way. Not the lies of the devil that he feeds into you or that he may test you with. No, none of that because we know that what the Lord is saying is true and it is good and that we are his masterpiece. Now let's turn to Psalms, which is one of my favorite books in the Bible. I love Psalms. We're going to go to Psalms 139, and we're going to go to verse 13. And it says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Wow. Just wow. So it says, first of all, let's go from the beginning. He knew you. When you were in your mother's womb even before that he knew he knew the plans he had for you he knew 
everything about you. It says here that you are wonderfully and fearfully made. Your works are wonderful. You are the works. He is the creator and you are wonderful. Every time I think of this, I think of this as a puzzle piece. So obviously we are all puzzle pieces in this image, right? And if we are trying to become someone else, or be someone else we're trying to become a puzzle piece and we're trying to fit that puzzle piece in a place where it doesn't belong we are created to be that puzzle piece for a reason and we're created to fit somewhere for a reason to create the big image comparison is also a trap it truly is just a trap i know sometimes people compare themselves but the main reason is because it's a competition and uh, i mean who doesn't love a competition a lot of us as humans love a competition so i feel like comparison is also a competition we're trying to compete with one another on who's better who looks better who has the best hair who has the best looks who is the best dressed right when in reality we're just losing focus on what's important and that's god when in reality it's not a competition the only competition here and this is what I heard from a sermon, by the way, so I don't take credit for this. But what I heard is that the only competition here is who is giving God the most glory. And I thought that, that just stood out to me the most. Like, it really isn't a competition. The only competition there is just who's giving God the most glory. And that's what we should be doing in our everyday lives. Everything that we do is to give God glory. We shouldn't be desiring the world's approval. We shouldn't be desiring someone's validation. We shouldn't be wanting so many likes on Instagram. We shouldn't be wanting to have the most followers ever because we just feel loved or we just feel comforted. No, because we already have the love of Jesus and that's so much more than what the world can offer. And I know in our generation now, it is so easy to compare because we have so much access to internet and social media and the world just loves to put these photos out there and then all these thoughts, all these distractions come into our head. The devil is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil is trying to put these lies in your thoughts and it's not true at all. And it's so easy to just compare because it's like right there in front of our faces. It's right there in the palm of our hands. We could look at all these pictures. We can compare ourselves to so many other people, but they don't have something that you have and only you have. And that's what makes you, you. Also, let's say you're trying to fit into a group that you really want to be in, but it's just not meant for you. It's just not made for you because others are different than you are. And it, it doesn't combine with your personalities, let's just say, and you're just trying to fit in with this group so badly because you want their approval, because you want to be just like them, right? And you try to change yourself to become like them. But if they can accept who you are as you are, then are they really your friends? Are they really worth your time? Are they really worth investing your time in? Are they really worth putting all this effort for them not to accept you as you are? not this new version of yourself that you created no real friends are the ones that actually accept you as you are 
So personally, for me, it's better to wait for those group of friends that accept you as who you are because that's when you're going to be happiest. But if you're just settling for something that is not the greatest that it can be, then you'll be limiting yourself from reaching your full potential. Be wasting your time and ending up with a version of yourself that you don't even recognize, that you don't even like anymore. So for the people struggling with this, I have a challenge for you guys. I want you guys to ponder on this message and shift your mindset. Have a different perspective in things. You can implement it in your daily life just by doing the little things, starting off little and then it will create into this massive result. When you find yourself comparing yourself again, I want you guys to think like, no, this is what the world wants me. This is what the devil wants me to think of myself. And I'm not going to let the thoughts intrude my mind. I'm going to know in my heart that the Lord says that I'm wonderfully and fearfully made because I am. And pray about it. Talk to God about this. Talk about how you're feeling and ask God for guidance, for help. Change the I am unworthy to I am worthy. Change the I am not good enough to I am good enough. Change the I am ugly to I am beautiful. Or whatever else you say, change the mindset, change the attitude of it. Something else that stood out in my Bible class today that really stuck with me and I felt like I had to spread it around was SWSWSW. That is what my teacher said to us. And he told us that we should have this type of mindset, SWSWSW. And if you don't know what SWSWSW means, it means some will, some won't, so what? I've never heard of this, and I don't know how I've never heard of this, but this is like, it's so great to me. Meaning, some will accept you as you are, some won't, but so what? Who cares? There's going to be so many people like that in your life that are not going to accept you as you are and they're just not for you. They're just not meant to be in your life and it shouldn't be forced. Some things are just not meant to be and God does things for a reason. We just don't see it in the moment, but you just have to see the bigger picture. Later on, we'll know why God does these things. So also think about the SWSWSW attitude. Some will, some won't, so what? God opens door, God closes doors for a reason. That person wasn't meant to be in your life because maybe they were going to stop you from becoming who you actually are meant to be. Maybe the Lord didn't want you to get accepted on a certain team because he has something better in mind. In tough situations like these, you just have to know that God has something better in store and you have to see the bright side of each situation because God will make a way. So that is all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope something connected with you. I hope something spoke to you. And as always, have a wonderful day. I will see you in my next episode.